Special shout out to all our patrons who support the show every week. Head on over to patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast and subscribe today for bonus content, special shout outs on social media, and so much more. Patrons, you help keep the Run Eat Drink podcast going, and we couldn't do it without you. Not a patron yet? Join us today at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. You can also support the show by using our brand new Amazon affiliate link anytime you shop on Amazon.com for things like running gear, food, beverages, or anything else the little gray trucks might bring your way. Just go to runeatdrink.net slash Amazon anytime you shop. It costs nothing extra, and it helps us keep the lights on and the bandwidth flowing. Go to runeatdrink.net slash Amazon, and we thank you for your support. This is Mepka Flesby, and you're watching the Run, Eat, and Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back-of-the-packer like us, You'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 225 of the Runny Drink Podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I am your co-host, Dana. Did you did you think I would change my name? I just wanted to put that air of suspense I, I, in the show was, right here. I at was the start. absolutely enthralled. I was like, "Where is she going with this? What did she change her first name? Did she forget her first I, name?" Actually, that was what I was thinking. Is it's been a long day? Did, did, did we have a brain fart at the name portion of the show? <laughs> Oh, it's that kind of a day, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in for another week here at the show. That's going to do it for us on this week's episode. <laughs> now, we really are looking forward to bringing you this week's episode because wow. we have training updates. We are we do. in the home stretch. Wow. Some might say we've, we're about to go into the taper. Aren't we in the taper right now? I think we are officially in the taper. We're in the taper. For our very first rock and roll half marathon. You know who could tell us? Somebody who's going to run that race. Fun Size Jen could tell us. Yes. She could tell us. Fun Size Jen, Jennifer Hall on Instagram could tell us. If we're in the taper. Yeah. She is experienced with that. Yes. And then we're also going to be featuring some updates from a couple of local favorites. Oh, yeah. That we are revisiting, going back and checking out some places post-pandemic to check in on them, see how they're doing, see what they're making for both food and beverage. Mm. And this week we are stopping in to one of our absolute favorite food trucks in Southwest Florida. Accurate. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, Viet Yum. Viet Yum. Alfred and Christina, they are so talented, and that food truck puts out some of the best food around. Whether it comes from a truck or 
a restaurant. It doesn't matter. It's so true to their heritage and their roots and so tasty. Oh, yes. And the fact that we've got food trucks down here churning out food that ought to be coming out of giant established brick and mortar restaurants is just amazing. Mm. And then we are revisiting Mm. a brewery here that really Mm. kicked off the whole craft brew scene in Southwest Florida. Yes. I don't think that our area would be as rich in options and choices as it is without Fort Myers Brewing Company. Absolutely not. And we have some great updates from FMBC coming up on the drink portion of the I show. I see what you did there. Yes. See what you did. Their website is fmbrew.com. Yes. Yeah. I just like, and how on social media, they're fmbrew everywhere. Very smart. So easy. But before we get to the running, the eating, and the drinking, we're going to do some shout outs. And yes. we have quite a few this week. Again, we do. I am so proud of everybody out in the <laughs> Runcation Nation. We have so many of you out there that are just absolutely killing it, living yes. your best Runcation lives, mm-hmm. lifestyle. lifestyle, living your lives. best Runcation lives, living the Runcation lifestyle. lifestyle. Yeah. That's it. For and, sure. And I'm jealous. I'm, oh. I, or I'm having FOMO. I'm living vicariously through all of you. Yes. And there is one person that we need to shout out at right at the top here who was gone too soon and his birthday was this past weekend. Rob Nadow was an earlier and Rob Nadow was an early supporter of our show and he passed away last year unexpectedly. We miss his phone calls, his photos, his advice in the Runcation Nation Facebook group. His positivity. Uh, his ability to transport us to destinations that we have not run yet. We're so grateful for the time that we had with Rob. Happy birthday to him, wherever he is. Hopefully, he's seeing beautiful vistas and capturing photos he can share with us later. Hard to beat that, but he would still want us to cheer on people who are getting their runs in. Always. And people who support those out there racing, like Cheryl, who volunteered at another race this weekend. So shout out to her for volunteering and supporting her fellow trail runners. As well as a congratulations to JoJo, positively Polly One, who had the most adorable minion-themed costume to go with her minion-themed local 5K. You know, the minions, the little yellow guys, they've got a bunch of movies now, and they're they're everywhere. They've been all over American Ninja Warrior Mm -hmm. recently. That's true. That's true. And her costume was adorable. She is the reason that I now wear tutus tutus at races. Yes. Yeah. I wore one at Shamrock. I wore one at Donna. It's 
she is. It's become a tradition. Inspiring now. Kind of like your kilt. Kind of like my kind of like your kilt, but flashier. More a pizzazz. Tutu, a tutu is flashier and more pizzazz, huh? I think so. I think you get a lot of recognition out there on the race course, Dana. Maybe. I think you do. But we have one more, and we'd like to say thank you to Dean Gerber, who upgraded to the accomplished level of patronage this week. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate it, Dean. <laughs> thank you so much. It means yeah. everything to have so many in the Runcation Nation like you supporting us as patrons. Your name is in lights on our website under the accomplished level of our patron wall. And we can't wait to see you and Judy at a race very soon. For anyone that would like a shout out on the show for yourself, for a friend, for another member of the Runcation Nation, don't forget to send them to us. We do our best to collect the shout outs throughout the week. But if you send them our way you can 100% guarantee they will make the show. Please send them to info at runeatdrink.net. That's info at runeatdrink.net. Or you could call. 941-677-2733. That's 941-677-2733. Let's talk running. Let's talk running. Our running specifically. Yes, this was another training week for us Mm -hmm. here at home, and we had a long, long run assigned to us by our coach. America's coach. Jeff Galloway himself. The smartest guy who can get us to that finish line, who can get us to that start line healthy. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's pretty key. And this was a training run, a weekend training run. Yes. Coming off of a long week of work. Oh, indeed. Work and life and everything else. So this was you one all of know. those weeks that we- You were late. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Out there, come on. We, it, it, but it happens to every runner. You know, if you work- yeah. And you take up running as your sport. You and have family. You have family. care of. Yeah. Dogs. You name it. Whatever. Whatever that might come up. Things happen. Life. But we ended up doing it. But we, we ended up, we had initially <laughs> planned to get up at like Odark Ridiculous. The plan was like, like a 3.34 a.m. wake up. We were up. trying to avoid the sun beating down upon us in the... Humidity of the end of summer in Florida, which is still very humid. We're in second summer now. Yeah, is that what it is? Second pretty summer. Pretty much. It's this time of year for us. We're in the we're still in the height of hurricane season, so it's still very humid, very hot here. The heat index gets into triple digits still. I know that some of you out there are feeling fall. And you. It's starting to happen. It's starting to happen for you. And we are happy for you. We're trying to manifest it here. We're trying to manifest it, although it doesn't manifest until. mm, no. We've even gotten out the pumpkin spice coffee pods here. Okay. Really? Really? I mean, capsules of coffee. What? I just. Iced coffees. Iced coffees. We're doing everything we can. We're we're trying. You know us. But. We ended up having a long <laughs> I'm week. I'm happy for those who experience fall. Yes. Now, at this time. And our plan was to do that. 
However, we ended up changing the plan right at the last minute because we both said we are so tired because we've both been doing really 75 hard, but we've both been doing a pretty aggressive workout regimen. Yeah. And we are both just been exhausted this week. And the night before we were going to run, we said, we're exhausted. <laughs> Let's not do the 3.34 a.m. wake up and let's give ourselves a good solid seven, eight hours of sleep. I think that's so important. I think you see it floating around on social media, memes and quotes and things like that about how rest is very important, an important part of the training cycle. And we try when we're talking about it with uh, about our own experience. Yeah. Or when we're talking about it with all of you, we try our best to remember to really dr drive that home, that mm -hmm. you have to give yourself that time to rest, yeah. that that rest is an important part of it. But I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of feeling guilty <laughs> about rest. I am. And I have a hard time sometimes letting go of that feeling like if I'm not getting up and running early that I'm doing myself a disservice or I'm mm -hmm. not doing what I ought to be doing when in fact the rest is mm -hmm. just as important if some might even argue more important than the upcycle of your training where you're breaking the muscles down and, and doing the work to create those gains because you don't get the yeah. gains unless you have the rest. It reminds me of the conversation we had with Adrian Haslett. And how she talked about Boston and how that is just an electric race weekend. And you and she and Shalane, when she ran to get when they developed the plan to run together, they decided every day of the race weekend leading up to Monday's race for Boston, they decided home at, at 3 p.m. Mm -hmm. so that. They didn't get all caught up in it. So I think it's just as important in the training cycle. Rest is important. And I don't think you can be at your best without it. But I totally feel it in my soul when you say, I feel guilty about not getting up early and getting it done. And you just, you're, oh, I need to be doing, doing, doing. Yeah. Yeah. But the rest and the protection from injury and the rebuilding of your mus muscles, the cross training, and it's all a part of the picture. It's the rest is a vital part of that. I couldn't agree more. And I, it's just something that I constantly still have to tell myself. And we were so late getting to bed the night before. It wasn't a good eight hours, seven, eight hours wasn't going to happen. No. If we got up <laughs> no. at 3 or 4 a.m. No. So we elected to do that, understanding that the trade-off there meant that we were likely going to be running in the heat of the day. But I think that's good for us. And I was going to say, as it turned out, this ended up being, I think, a blessing in disguise. Mm -hmm. Because the race we're training for is in Clearwater, Florida. Indeed. Just... Eh, two hours up the road 
it's only two weeks away. So mm. temperatures are going to be about what they are now, barring any wild swings in daily weather. So if a rainstorm comes through or we get a system or something like that, that's one thing. But it's still going to be in the probably in the 80s that morning, high 80s, mm. the morning of the race. More than likely. You never tell, and you can watch forecasts, but they're just that. They're ever-changing. It's So you can hope for the best. We have done, honestly, this training cycle, some hot weather running. We actually, I think we have done more hot weather running this training cycle than in, in many previously, because we have mm. been doing more later runs. And so I hope that pays off. I Fingers crossed. Yeah. I think I it mean, will. everything else has to come together as well, naturally. But we hit the distance above and beyond, like Jeff Galloway talks about in his training plan. Different training plans, different coaches, different philosophies. Ours ascribes to getting pushing your wall past that race distance. So hopefully that will pay off for us. The heat training will pay off for us. And some of the cross training and yoga we've been doing will pay off for us. Yes. Mm -hmm. So this week's run, I had initially said a couple of weeks ago, it was 16 miles. I was incorrect. It was <laughs> 14 and a half. It may as well have been 16. Well, you don't want to add too much distance to. No, I did not. As you, he says not to add too much distance from long run to long run as like 10%, something like that in his book, something like that. I'd have to look back on it, but you just, you don't want to add too much mileage because that can cause problems. Yeah. And this was a, a, a modest addition. It, mm -hmm. it, our last long, long run was 13 miles. This was 14 and a half. Yeah. So conservative. And we did the same plan which was to take that 13 or in this case the 14 and a half miles and break it down into easily digestible chunks of 5k so 3.1 mm. mile segments that was good and we stayed close to home so that we could so we were in the neighborhood we knew the terrain we didn't stray too far so we could have Potty the restrooms, we could check on the dogs, we could re-up our water and hydration. That's actually really nice for us. And if you do neighborhood loops, it's nice. A lot of times we'll bring out a bucket with ice and we'll have our hydration there. But that's, that's a, it's a production. Mm -hmm. Like fill in the cooler, bring your stuff out there, have it. F to be able to run in the house between 5K segments restroom, re-up your body glide, grab a cold water out of the fridge or the re -up freezer. Re-up your sunscreen also. That and huge one, huge mm. one. This is the first long run in the last three that we ran that I didn't get a sunburn. Because you remembered to. Because you remembered to make me put it on. We set it out so <laughs> that I would, what near where we were going to refuel and fill our hydration. Yes. So that we wouldn't forget to re-up. And protect and out I there also, in the hot sun and humidity. And I also remembered not to do any of this race with anything remotely resembling cotton. No cotton. No. Cotton chafing Can I, is uh, terrible. And, and by the way, it's not just cotton. Okay, there are some 
products out there. I do like Under Armour makes it not a sponsor of the show yet. They have a product called Charged Cotton, which is a mixture of cotton and their spandex blend that has the moisture wicking property. That one can be okay. As those shirts get older, though, a lot of washes on Mm. them, they end up getting a little rougher in texture. Then you end up getting some of that chafing. Yeah. And there are also knockoffs, knockoffs of that of that type of material. Same thing. If it's got a rough texture to it, don't run in that. Stick with the smooth textured tech shirts. Yeah. Just pro tip there. I've just mm, body glide, sunscreen, hydration, and the right training gear for you. Yes. Now, I did, I can give a little gear update training. Sure. Uh, training gear update. This is my first time ever running in a pair of Brooks Beast 20s. Hey. Yeah. Brooks Beasts are their top of the line motion control shoe for people who need that motion control for those that aerial would be the women's aerial is the women's version version. for people who supinate where they roll on the outside of their foot Mm. um, that is what i tend to do this was my first time running with that shoe i decided i was going to break the shoe in with this training run I'm, I didn't want to run race day in them but i was okay to do (laughs) i might have done a a shorter run yes I was okay to do a in longer training run. My experience, but it's okay. <laughs> but it actually worked out really nicely. I did pair those with a pair of features compression socks. Oh, you like those for the support? No, these were the features, the really tight ones. Not, yeah, but they support. They they support by yeah, but by, by by compression, compression, mm-hmm. as opposed to the what the experience, experience. that have the padding. Mm-hmm. Really comfortable. The shoe did a great job. I actually didn't have any shin pain whatsoever Mm. and very much enjoyed that shoe. So good to know. I've actually retired my last pair of Brooks Addictions. Do you think you'll get Addictions again? I have another pair of brand new Addictions I haven't touched yet in the closet. Ah. I just wanted to try these out and give them a shot. I may alternate between the two of them, but I think I'm going to use these shoes on race day. Ooh, alternating between two pairs of shoes is also a tip that Jeff talks about, that Jeff Galloway talks about. He does. Yeah. So that was a little nugget that I discovered. And also, while we were on the topic, a little bit of hydration, Mm. I really enjoyed the SOS product this week because we were doing that so much running in the heat. Mm. I ended up doing just a standard mix of one one of the packets to 16 ounces of water, mild saltiness on the flavor. Mm. Other than that, though, did a great job of keeping me hydrated. I... Even though I was going through probably more water than I would at a race, I did not have issues where I found myself having, it wasn't just going through me and I wasn't having to pop into the restroom Mm -hmm. every time I went by the house. So it had enough electrolytes, enough sodium to help me keep that water in my system, which was Mm. nice. Hydration is key. It is. Mm. How was the run for you? Hot. (laughs) Humid. And... I had to keep repeating inside of my head to myself that walking is just fine, does the job for the longer 
runs for the long run, which is key and critical in the training plan. Getting the distance, getting the endurance, getting the time on your feet is what matters. Had to keep repeating that because it, towards the end, got really challenging. And then... It was just oppressive. The the heat was just awful. That really humid air right before thunderstorms here in Florida. Mm-hmm. So. But... You can feel it. You can feel it and you can smell it. I made it. Well, and let me brag on you for just a second, too. Oh, really? Yeah, because what we skipped over was we both had two days during the week of short run speed work, and Amy's incorporating some strength work into that, and I'm seeing what she's doing, taking eight-pound dumbbells outside, strength band outside, doing incline, what do you call it, lunges. Walking lunges. Walking lunges up our driveway, which is a... I want to say it's a nine or 11 foot change in elevation from the top of our driveway to the street. I don't know. But so. watching you do that, my my ass hurt just watching oh you do God. that. So <laughs> I was like, wow, okay, impressive well, uh, what you, you were doing. And I know you you're targeting a lot of the supporting muscles around your knee and around your IT band and all that. But it was... I, I'm adapting Rhonda Lee in our Runcation Nation that makes our Runcation Nation international. She does. She sent to me a link to a running strength program of Fitzcollars. And so I was adapting some of her lunges because I don't have a box. And so I was doing that, but I'm staying true to all the rest of the exercises that she does in that video, in that YouTube video that Rhonda Lee shared with me. Mm-hmm. So the strength band and doing the, the sideways walking with the strength band, doing what Fitz calls the chicken wings, and it's all to build up the the hips and the glutes and your... Adductor muscles. Yes. All of the leg muscles that support you as you run. I so. remember having to do some of some of what you were doing when I was going through my rehab on my knee. Anyway, yes. I, I knew we were going to skip over that. I didn't want you to. So, well, thanks. Mm-hmm. I think we both did a great job on the long run, and I'm glad we accomplished the goal. Indeed. Well, more or less, I cut it a little bit short due to the weather. Safety first, and then you. <laughs> We're like, I'm getting it all in. So she goes out to the back porch and walks circles on the back porch while it is just cutting loose. Thunder, lightning, sideways rain. I had a mile left. I wasn't going to leave that out there. We don't have a treadmill yet. so Not yet. But it was impressive. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. That so are you. is yeah. That is our training update for this week. So this coming week, we have two short runs during the week. We have a quote unquote long run day on the weekend, but that's going to be a much shorter. I think it's three miles or three or four or some drills. Mm-hmm. We'll let you know how that goes. Yeah, but you know how it goes, Aim. All this talk of running, it makes you hung- hungry. It does. Yeah, it really does, and. When we get hungry, a lot of times we like to go find, of course, the most incredible food that we can, regardless of the city that we're running in. 
any given week. This week, we're talking about a local food truck here in Southwest Florida. And I say local in that they're in the Southwest Florida five-county area. But if you are flying in to Saras- anywhere from Sarasota to Naples... They'll be all around Southwest Florida. You could check and look the, our friends up at Viet Yum Food Truck and see where they're at on any given day. And if you are coming down here to vacation, if you're coming down here for work or just maybe you're going to come down here and run the Naples half or True. I don't know. Your, City of Palms has a race. You're going to go out to Sanibel, Captiva. Sure. You might want to check them out. If you're even vacationing here. Well, that was what I was implying with Sanibel Captiva. Vacationing, runcationing, it doesn't matter. Although Sanibel or Captiva does have a triathlon. Yeah. So we do get a lot of athletes coming down for that. So Viet Yum, Mm. we have talked about them before on the show. We like to check in with some old favorites to see how they're doing post-pandemic, how they weather the storm, have they come back. Are things going well? And without really getting too much into it, things seem to be going great because the menu's expanding. And I will tell you that they are, when they first started here in Southwest Florida, Viet Yum, Alfred and Christina, they were... Only doing it part-time, in addition to taking care of a family, in addition to full-time jobs. And I am pleased to report that they are doing it full-time now. Yes. And so that more of Southwest Florida gets to know how tasty their food is. They continue to innovate and when we went out to Fort Myers Brewing Company and we found them there, some flavorful new dishes on the menu, we just had to try. Hey, Runcation Nation, we are back at one of our absolute favorite locations here in sunny Southwest Florida, Fort Myers Brewing. Probably one of the best breweries in Southwest Florida or anywhere else. And you can hear Amy in the background. She is uh, she's experiencing something from one of the food trucks because one of the things we love about this place <laughs> is that they always have an amazing stable of some of Southwest Florida's premier food trucks. And today is no exception. We're having a couple of options from a a truck we've featured on the show before. We have, yes. Viet Young food truck. Um, We we featured a special role they had that is tied to their roots and their heritage and and had uh, Spam, I believe. Yes. Yeah, that was very good. Quality coming out of this truck has always been top notch. They're swinging. They're they're swinging above their weight class. That's and for I sure. Don't, what, now, what do they do? They have a special name for this for this dish right here that we're having that has just blown me away. Um, well, 
this is how prepared we were for this. I'll be right back. I'm going to walk us right out to the food truck. And I'm going to read you guys the menu so that you can hear exactly what's on this dish that we are having. This is their roasted char pork ribs. It's a special. Boneless pork ribs marinated in a five-spice sauce, then slow-roasted, served over jasmine white rice and green onion. Oh, pardon me. It's busy out here. The, uh, the portion is enormous. You get basically a paper boat full of food. And the char pork, the slow-roasted boneless pork, is piled high on top of this jasmine rice. Oh, you went out to the menu, huh? I read the menu. Oh, you of both items? No. No? I didn't think that far ahead. Oh, okay. I'll let you do it for the next item. Okay. Well, this... So sliced, slow-roasted uh, pork loin. I, I, I can't even tell you. Or pork shoulder, because there's fat in this. Well, it's the perfect ratio of fat mm-hmm. to meat. And the spice on this. Sometimes I will get spice in Asian style cuisine and it will almost make my tongue numb. This is far from that. It, 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 it's, it's just so flavorful and tender and juicy and just... There's a tartness and a sweetness in the yeah. spice that they use mm-hmm. and, and and the chef owner was even saying to me when I picked this up that they chose this five spice for one key ingredient because not all five spices are created equally. This is what I mean. Some five spices they don't they don't get the mark. Mm-mm. And you're thinking about the spice and not the food. Yep. And this highlights the food. Just the rice is perfect. Oh, the meat is just... Now, why don't you walk everybody back out to the menu... Incredible. ...and read to them what the other dish is. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to hand you guys over to Amy. All right. Well, well wait She's going to become our in-the-field correspondent. Yes. I'm the intrepid reporter. Don't don't eat any until I get no, back. No, no, no. Okay? All right. Oh. Mm, I don't know. He looks kind of sketchy to me. We... We have to go back out to the truck to read the description of the fabulous wings that have made a reappearance on this menu. So let's just get it straight from the menu, which is, okay, Saigon wings, which are five jumbo wings fried in rice flour, spices, caramelized in Saigon sauce, laid over jasmine rice, green onions, sesame seeds, cucumber, pickled carrot, and daikon. I, I, can't, I can't tell you. The, the pork ribs are amazing. Oh, they're to die for. And we're about to try the wings right now. So <laughs> we can't wait. <laughs> yes. Oh, so good. I got to get in there before he actually tries them without me. I'm hoping that I can make it back in time. Okay. Yes. Okay. I have read the description and we're ready to try them. Let's do this. This looks amazing. 
These are so beautiful. There's there's so much glaze and color to these wings. Are you gonna have one? Yeah, Alfred was like, oh, he, he said, oh, do you like it, do you like it? Because he wanted to know how, how this was, how the pork was. And he's like, oh, that's great. He's like, he's so humble and hardworking, and I just love that. Yeah. All so. right, these things are ridiculously hot. Okay. Just FYI. Careful. Mmm. <laughs> it's sticky and sweet. Mm-hmm. The meat is fall off the bone tender. I said these, immediately I got... Mm the sweetness mm -hmm. and the tenderness of the meat. Yeah. Oh my god. That is just that's terrific. Yeah, these wings are, I don't know how he did them. Um, I don't know if he did any, any like pre-cook in like a pressure cooker before frying them. Mm. I don't know if he's going to share any of his secrets. But, and this is an item that he is adding back to the menu after having it gone for some time. Uh-huh. And I'm so glad that it's back. Let me just say. What this reminds me of is like the best sesame chicken mm -hmm. you've ever had, but in the, in the... In the form of a wing. In the form of a wing, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're getting like that honey sweetness with the sesame seeds. But it's cooked so perfectly. It's not the chicken is so tender and moist and not dry. Or I, this is just magic. I want to know how he achieved this. But I understand if he can't give away his trade secret. Trade secrets. There doesn't appear to be any breading per se, but maybe, no. maybe like a dusting of cornstarch before frying, or some spices, or uh, we don't know. Yeah, we just know it's good. It's got a little crisp on the skin. Mm -hmm. These are phenomenal. Yeah. And they serve these, again, over a bed of that jasmine rice. It's so good. With, you know, uh, shredded carrot and I think daikon radish. Yep, yeah. Oh, pickle. Pickle. Yep. So that's nice. Yeah. A little tartness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is amazing dish. And then he garnishes it with, with uh, scallions. Scallions and sesame seeds and... Oh. Mm, it's good. 10 out of 10 on both of these. Yeah. I, I cannot recommend them enough. Again, one of our favorite food trucks, and mm -hmm. they are still knocking it out of the park. Yeah. Uh, Viet Yum, we will link to them again in the show notes. Yeah. And uh, photos and social media are forthcoming. Ah, so Keep if an you, eye out. If you come to visit your favorite podcasters, you know we're going to come out here to Fort Myers Brewing where we can get some outstanding beer and outstanding food from the Viet Yong food truck. After a run, the copious amount of rice and protein was so perfect. Mm. So perfect. I can't, I cannot recommend this food truck enough. I can't recommend those dishes enough, those wings, mm. the pork. Oh, come on, man. It, everything they do just it's beautiful number one you look at it and it like, is gorgeous it, isn't it it looks like it ought to be on a really nice plate in a really nice restaurant and it's coming off a food truck 
in a parking lot this weekend of a brewery. Mm. And they don't just do the breweries, although Fort Myers Brewing does have a lot of food trucks. Oh, they'll do like a whole food truck rally on Thursdays where they have like three or four. And when Viet Yum is there, they're always one of the stars of the show. Mm. So check them out. And the food truck game is very strong in Southwest Florida. Highly competitive here. Tell you. Highly competitive. We're going to have links to them in the show notes. Please check them out when you're vacationing down in Southwest Florida. If you're coming down here for a run or business, whatever the case may be, give Viet Yum a try. You're not going to regret it. For sure. But... Before we go on, Mm. normally this is the time where we tell you folks about becoming a patron of the show, and we would, of course, love for you to do that. However, we want to take this opportunity to do something a little bit different. We want to talk for a moment about the month of October, which is fast approaching. It is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And as many of you know in the Runcation Nation, we are ambassadors for the 2023 Donna Marathon Weekend happening in February. We could just say we're ambassadors of the Donna Foundation in their mission to finish breast cancer. Absolutely. Whether it's the Donna Marathon Weekend in February, whether Mm. it's the Mother's Day 5K, those are the two races that we've had a chance to do. The Players 5K is in October. We haven't done that one yet. I do want to give that one a try at some point. And I also loved their, okay, I loved their Mother's Day virtual because it's, it's one of the few functional medals we have that actually is something else. They gave medals away that were wine stoppers. They were very cool. Very functional. Yes. But the reason we're talking about the Donna Foundation and Donna Marathon Weekend is that the Donna Foundation is introducing a fun challenge that starts in October and leads up to the Donna Marathon Weekend with some pretty great swag, so totally doable as a challenge And it benefits you in so many ways. We invite you to participate in the Donna 110-mile-a-day challenge, a challenge to get healthy and finish breast cancer. Now, for those that might have wanted to take on an ultramarathon, now's your chance because you get to break it out not over overnight, because that's a little ambitious. Okay. <laughs> Not over a week, because you know what? That's still ambitious. I mean, you're talking, that's a mileage there. The 110 miles does not have to be completed in a day or overnight. You start in October and you commit to move your body one mile Every day. And if you do commit to do that one mile every day between the 1st of October leading all the way up to the Donna Marathon weekend, the first weekend in February, then you can achieve that 110 mile distance, which is the Donna Marathon weekend's ultra distance. And you can get 
some pretty cool swag. You will be rewarded with a Donna 110 finishers belt buckle medal and shirt. I mean, a belt buckle. I've never so cool. I've never done an ultra. I've always thought I'd like to be able to do an ultra. I can't even do a regular marathon, but I can do you this. You haven't done it yet. Not yet. So you don't say you can't. You're you right. just haven't You're right. done it yet. I haven't done it yet. I know I can do this. So this is how it works. You register and registration will remain open for, well, actually through February. Yeah, you can register right up to the very last minute. <laughs> yeah, so you can walk, you can run, whatever you uh, walk starting October 1st, 2022. Join a group, do it on your own, although the group Cron Rottery and Runcation Nation is great. You could post about it there. Mm-hmm. It, commit just to moving your body a little bit each day, one mile a day. And if the math is right, give or take a couple of days, you will get to that 110-mile distance by February. The folks at Donna did do the math, and they've built in some extra days in there. So you don't necessarily have to do every single day, but get in the habit, stay in the habit. And you can submit your results. There will be fun milestones to achieve along the way. You can track your miles with the Donna Foundation. And they have a very ambitious goal. Which I love. To complete 20,000 miles together to finish breast cancer. Yeah, you can submit your results starting October 1st. It ends February 5th. And in February, you receive your swag. We will put a link to the registration in the show notes, or you can find more. You can find out more about it at breastcancermarathon.com. Please join us in supporting the Donna Foundation and come along with us on the Donna 110 Mile a Day Challenge. Let's talk drinks. We already gave it away. We gave it away at the top of the show. We referred to it in the middle of the show. We were out at Fort Myers Brewing Company. And Fort Myers Brewing is one of the key pivotal locations really for jumpstarting and infusing the craft brew scene here in Southwest Florida with the life and the creativity and the uh, excitement that it has, I think. Yeah. So I I just have to say the folks who are behind everything at Fort Myers Brewing Company, they work so hard, put out such a great product, not only locally, but also regionally. And I'm hoping all across the country people can get this beer and try it. But I know regionally. Regionally, they're getting distribution. Yeah, regionally. But I think you can find the them in Publix. Country should have it, and I have to congratulate them for earning the title of best brewery in Southwest Florida for 2022. Yeah, that is a fantastic achievement. We are mm-hmm. so proud of them. Yeah, and we have a great brew to talk about from them right now. 
Okay, Runcation Nation, we are here at Fort Myers Brewing here in sunny southwest Florida. We've, we've been here once or twice on the show. And they've just recently been voted in 2022 as the best brewery here in southwest Florida. And I can see why. You know, of course, like many breweries, you find that it's tucked away in a commerce or an industrial park. Mm-hmm. But they've really transcended that and they've embraced kind of the the parking lot lifestyle. In fact, their their shirts all say the best beer you'll ever have in a parking lot. Uh-huh. You know, it, I think it's hilarious that they do that. And during the pandemic, you know, they pivoted to a lot of to-go sales and the best beer you'll have in your driveway. And they and they added some outdoor covered seating and occupied basically some of their um, some of their parking spaces for the tent and picnic tables. So they've, they've managed somehow or another in a time where many breweries struggle to stay in business. They've managed to, mm-hmm. to really double down on their community and double down on the product and manage to come out ahead, I think. So we're back out here. They're making amazing beer, and we're both having the same beer for a change. We are. That rarely happens. Well. And looking at their their beer list, there's a reason why. I mean, you're looking at roughly 25 or so beers on tap here, and they've only got a handful, and by handful, I mean maybe two or three guest taps. Everything else. Well, and we've had a lot of what's on the menu and touted it on... Uh, different occasions. We have. Like, um, the Fort Myers Light is a great hot weather summer beer. Very dog friendly I love that they're dog friendly. Also. It's very good. So, uh, we've, we've also had the Red Tape. That's a nice amber ale. Um, we, I mean, we've had, um, well, basically we've had a bunch of things on the menu that are just exceptional in different styles. styles. Yeah, they they actually don't just you know hang in one end of the beer spectrum. They they're kind of all over the place. And even today, they've got an American IPA, an American light lager, a blonde ale, an American wheat, uh, a porter, a West Coast double IPA for those that are really wanting that that hot punch in the in the taste buds mm-hmm. they got their you know red tape which is an amber ale they have a northeast ipa an imperial brown ale a dry irish stout a black ipa you get the idea i mean they are really just embracing brewing as a craft and they're they're showcasing their talents mm-hmm. They've they also, also have, they have uh, seltzer. They've expanded into seltzer yeah. in the last in the last uh, year or so, mm-hmm. and I think that the seltzers, especially down here in Florida, where it's all about pool and beach, mm-hmm. seltzers have gotten really popular. Yeah. So this one, well, we were we were scanning the menu, right, and we were pretty well settled on what Fort Myers lights. Yeah, I mean, and that may still happen for a hot weather kind of day it's starting to get humid you know it's mm-hmm. heading into the heart of summer and humidity for us in Florida it is but then we saw on their specialty side of their menu we saw something called 
lime to me. Lime to me. Which is uh, a lime Mexican lager. And they normally do a great Mexican lager here called No Nombre. Which they have on the menu. Which is on the menu. Right now, yeah. And again, you know, Mexican lagers tend to be just a little over 4% ABV. I want to say it says super light in body. 4.8 if I can read that far away. 4.8. I don't know that I can even see it. Yeah, it's 4.8 4. or 4.6. I can't quite tell. But, you know, it light in body, light in color, very crisp. It tends to have a, a neutral to slightly bready flavor profile. 4.8. 4.8? Yeah. So that's what they did, but now they've added lime to it in the brewing process. Mm. And, again, you wouldn't know what to look at it because no. it's still that clear, pale, yellow, mm-hmm. nice, heavy carbonation. It's not really golden. But it but has the citrus on the nose. You can smell it. And the taste is is not the tartness so much. But it's it's like the it's like the tartness it's is almost the like, aftertaste in your throat. Yeah, and it's like they zested the lime. Yeah. So you're getting so you get that the bitterness of the rind. Bitterness, you're getting the the fragrance. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. I love it. Again, great this would be a great one for mowing the lawn. Mm-hmm going to the pool. It's like medium carbonation. It's not the strongest carbonation I've ever had, but it doesn't need to be because the body is so light. So it's, I just, Fort Myers Brewing started the craft beer scene here in Southwest Florida. And they're the OG. They do it right. So congratulations to them on their honor being voted best here in Southwest Florida. Yes. Well deserved. Here's a toast to one of our favorites, Fort Myers Brewing Company. Cheers. And uh, we'll have a little bit more on the show coming up. Fort Myers Brewing Company is always innovating. And although the lime to me that we had is not on the menu right now because we're heading into fall and we're heading to October and you know that it's time for Oktoberfest. Oktoberfests and pumpkin beers. Yeah. Oktoberfest style, the mare's in. They are just, they keep on going so, and it, they it's perfect their menu for the season. Yes. I know in winter they have Amazing wonderful... Stouts wonderful winter brews we just enjoy so much just congratulations once again to fort myers brewing company best in 2022 and if you are ever in the southwest florida area we cannot recommend this outstanding brewery enough yeah and by the way I've mentioned this on a previous show. I'm going to say it one more time. Mm. They are close enough to Southwest Florida International Airport. This is so true. If you have a layover and you're going to be there for two, three hours, Mm -hmm. that might be worth your time to head out to the curb, grab an Uber, go over there, grab a pint, check out one of the trucks that's there, and then head back to the airport. Just saying. Mm -hmm. Check them out. Fort Myers Brewing. We'll have links to them in the show notes. That, everybody is going to do it for this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to sign up for the Donna 110 
mile a day challenge. The link is in the show notes. Starting October 1st, you can walk a mile a day leading up to the Donna Marathon weekend and earn fantastic bling and swag, become an ultramarathoner and support a great foundation, the Donna Foundation fighting to finish breast cancer. Thank you so much for listening on your long run, your commute to work around the house or wherever you are. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Stay safe and well, and we will accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run, Eat, Drink pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.